Welcome to Press Run, March 16th. Putin-style propaganda now defines Trump's GOP. Fog of unknowability. Russian President Vladimir Putin currently stands as one of the most hated world figures in recent U.S. history, with a barely there favorable rating of 4%. Yet his influence within MAGA America grows, specifically the dictator's unique brand of propaganda and disinformation, dubbed the fog of unknowability, has been embraced by the Republican Party, Trump, and Fox News. It's a stunning collective that's become even more pronounced during Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The evidence of that alliance was on display when Kremlin forces teamed up with Fox News and GOP players to push the obvious distraction about Ukraine being the home of secret U.S.-funded bioweapons that target certain ethnicities, thereby producing some sort of justification for Russia's war. It's shocking to watch an American media outlet routinely suggest the U.S. provoked the Ukraine invasion, side with Moscow over Washington, D.C., and smear Ukrainians as being unworthy of U.S. support. Still, the anti-democratic authoritarian bonds are becoming tighter as the Trump movement now turns to the Kremlin for its messaging cues. The overlap is undeniable. The implications are grave. Look at how the Washington Post recently described Putin-era propaganda. Quote, Russian disinformation often begins with a speck of fact which is then twisted into full-blown conspiracy theory. That technique makes it easier to spread and take root among the country's supporters, unquote. Sound familiar? They're describing the foundation of Fox News' daily programming. For some reason, though, the D.C. media, which so easily identifies Russian propaganda, refuse to apply the same term when the GOP does the exact same thing. Note that the Post piece suggested Fox News' Tucker Carlson had quote-unquote fallen for Russian disinformation about a bio's weapon program in Ukraine. Trust me, nobody at Fox News, in the right-wing media, or inside the GOP has fallen for the bioweapon story. Nobody has been duped. They have all knowingly embraced the campaign of lies. It's deliberate. That's why state-run Russia TV is encouraged to air clips of Carlson. The two validate each other. What makes Putin's brand of propaganda unique is that it's not designed to overtly win over converts, it's not built to prove a point. The goal is to create confusion, to raise doubts, often through a stream of contradictions and lies. Using the Kremlin's firehose approach, so much confusion is created so often via a multitude of media platforms, it becomes impossible to navigate the deliberate fog. Putin has buried Russia in that misinformation morass for more than two decades. This isn't traditional American beltway spin where partisan players tease out and extend the facts in order to make a preferred point. It's a sophisticated KGB-influenced brand of propaganda that deftly mixes facts with fiction while constantly shifting storylines to the point where it's not possible for most Russian news consumers to discern the truth. They stop even trying. Collective passivity is the goal. Quote, at the heart of this mindset is the idea that there is No such thing as objective truth or even facts, because everything is spun or disguised to reflect advantageously on one group or another, unquote. Vanity Fair noted in a seminal piece from 2017 about Trump's early embrace of Putin's propaganda playbook, quote, this dark internal logic allows for the Kremlin propaganda machine's single greatest achievement to rub out all distinctions between truth and lies, so that facts, conspiracies, reality, 
and fabrications are all pulled down into the same indistinguishable muck, unquote. The result? The dense fog of unknowability. Quote, once you've successfully swamped the truth, you're no longer accountable for your actions, unquote, wrote Vanity Fair's Mike Mariani. Authoritarian Trump immediately adopted the Putin strategy as president. Three quick examples from early 2017. When the White House announced it was pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord, the administration claimed it was because of a quote-unquote slush fund that the U.S. was flushing billions of dollars into and letting other countries spend. But the slush fund doesn't exist, period. That May, the White House loudly trumpeted the news that it had brokered a $110 billion arms sale to a Middle East power, but the deal never existed. It was fabricated. In June, after the president announced plans to privatize the U.S. air traffic control system, he and Republican members of Congress staged a fake bill signing ceremony in the East Room of the White House. There, supportive politicians gathered around the seated president, who signed nothing more than a letter to Congress stating his support for the proposal. The whole event was kabuki theater. In four years, the D.C. press never adjusted to Trump's purposeful lies and deliberate contradictions. The media became enveloped in the fog by refusing to begin each news cycle with the assumption that everything Trump said was a lie. Instead, the press became distracted by each morsel of disinformation and wasting valuable time and energy earnestly fact-checking the White House claims as if the Trump team could be shamed into telling the truth. Putin-style propaganda has been a political win for American conservatives. Now they're repaying the Kremlin by running interference for the invasion. Good stuff. More from that must-read 2017 Vanity Fair piece headline, Is Trump's Chaos Tornado a Move from Kremlin's Playbook? Quote, what if all the Trumpian chaos that the mainstream media has come to take for granted as pugilism and vanity was part of a more cunning plan? What if Trump and his chief strategist, Steve Bannon, were actually drawing from a sophisticated, postmodern propaganda model developed by none other than Vladimir Putin? While Trump may not have a state-controlled media at his disposal, as Putin does, to serve as 24-7 propaganda organs both domestically and abroad, his team is finding ways to shrewdly approximate Putin's capacity to shape narratives and create alternative realities. Fun stuff, because we all need a break. Dolly Parton, Blue Smoke. The queen of country music made headlines this week when she asked the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to remove her name from the eligible nominees this year because she said she hadn't earned the right to be inducted. Parton continues to be a beacon of goodwill in so many important ways and an American icon. Blue Smoke is from a decade ago, and it's my favorite Parton song ever. Give it a listen. It will change your day for the better. <laughs> 